Grow your influence online with Gordon Glenister. Well, welcome to another edition of Growing Your Influence Online. Uh, and I've got another fantastic guest uh, today from Dubai, and that is uh, Ahmed, or uh, Chai with Ahmed. Am I right in, in that? You're completely right, and your pronunciation is on top. Fantastic, fantastic. So we are going to talk about, you know, how you've developed and grown your brand, which is really quite substantial. Uh, all of your content, of course, is in Arabic. So of course, I can't understand any of it. But I know, but I know that you have a very engaged audience and people love what you do. And um, so tell us about Armin, how did you all get started, you know, in this? So um, Chawad Ahmed is basically a uh a page which I usually connect my Arab audience from the Middle East to Indian culture and movies and entertainment. So I always loved Bollywood. I mean, since I was a kid, maybe since I was six or seven years old, I always had that passion. You know, whenever I watch Bollywood movies, I want to know what they're doing. Um, why songs? Why dance? What's happening? So mm. I just dig deep into it. And I just, I still remember that the first movie I've ever seen was a film called Kalnayak. It was in a cinema. I was at six years. Then I thought that all movies are Bollywood movies. I didn't know there's Hollywood, there is Arabic movie. I, mean, I thought this is Bollywood. <laughs> but then when I grow up, I knew that, you know, there are different kind of industries. But um, I just was fascinated about this industry. And then um, every movie that it has released in my country, I had to watch it. And then I knew that I am Bollywood Wikipedia. Whoever wants to know about Bollywood, they always really? come to Exactly. Wow. And then I had that kind of power or influence to influence people to watch Bollywood movies. Now I have a lot of Arab friends. They were not watching Bollywood, but now they're watching Bollywood thanks to me and my recommendations. Wow. And then I thought that, you know, but I was always loving something called media. But I was a very introvert person. I was a victim of bully. And for like almost 10, 15, Till 20 years, actually, till 20 years, till I went to college. I still remember that whenever I go to school, whenever I go to college, someone from my family member had to be with me. I couldn't attend by myself because I have a lot of, um, you know, like stabs behind me. I have been harassed a lot. I know um, so, many, so, many, so many people don't talk about this and I just encourage people to talk about it. People should know. Families should know what their kids are going through. Um, I still remember that I haven't gone to classes to my school for like a whole week. The whole seven, eight hours, I was locked in bathroom. Mm. I was scared to go to classes. And then, of course, my family knew about it. And then they have got an exception that one of my family members have to be with me in my class. So I went through this journey for like till in my college days. And then I just thought that I always had a passion of media, but, you know, I was introvert. I was shy. I was afraid from people because I thought this whole world is a monster because I was living like that. But then I, one day, I, um, social media has been there for Facebook, YouTube, but I still wasn't sure that if I want to go there or not. Mm. Then uh, I just told my parents that, hey, I want to start doing customer service. I just want to build my personality. They were saying, can you do it? Like, because we don't think that you can do it. I don't know. No. Let, let me try. 
So at, when I started working, I faced a lot of problems. I faced a lot of, um, you know, like um, I was scared how to deal with different kind of mentality of people. But then I thought, no, I want to do something. I want to be there on social media. I want people to know my passion. Slowly, slowly, it took time, years, but I built my personality. I Sometimes I always see the mirror in front of me and I talk to myself. Some people say, no, this is like, you know, are you insane to do all of these people, normal people, they don't do. But I think I don't care about normal people. I want to be different. So I just, exactly. And I think this all I have learned from Bollywood movies, very honestly. So to talk to yourself and with emotions, I can relate myself because there was also one movie in in Bollywood. It's called Wake Up Sid, which means a a person which is very spoiled, but he had a dream to achieve, and that dream wasn't supported by their family. But he did that, and he became very successful on that, which is a photography. But in my case, it's content. Mm. So no one supported me to be very honest at the beginning. Uh, it's only me and my shadow who supported me. But um, then after that, I just built myself and then I took some courses. Um, I just finished uh, my um, degree, master's in media and mass communication. I just I just took all of this just to pursue my passion towards social media or towards media in general. And then I became a journalist, a digital journalist. And uh, that's how I went through my whole journey Till and I started my whole Instagram thingy was in 2018, where I just shared like news and latest music. But then in 2020, early 2020, on my birthday, um, it got copyright strike and my whole page being shut down. No. And my birthday, 5th of September. Oh, and my goodness. So best off, honestly speaking. But then I think that gave me a little bit more boost. That gave me a little bit more boost to come with a very unique idea, which I'm doing right now, which is interviewing celebrities. I never had the courage to do. I think the lockdown is was also very helpful for me, honestly speaking. So I think it's good that the old account has been shut down, but the new account has been there with more boost, with more energy, with more confidence. And that's me. And that's me. Whenever I interview someone, I just respect them. And this is what they love. And then I just went through it and people were love, loving my content and they were engaging with me because I built that kind of relationship and bridge between the two countries. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Well, well done you. I hadn't realized that backstory. And, uh, some, you know, sometimes what really inspires me, um, because li- literally when we talk about uh, content creation, at its best, it's storytelling, isn't it? It's relatable storytelling that people think that is somebody like me. I also feel that the more we share about our personal background and sometimes some of the struggles, I mean, the irony is, is who's laughing now, you or the bullies? You know, the reality is, um, look, look what you've achieved. Look where you're going. Uh, but it also takes courage. And when somebody has um, faced you know challenges like that you either take one or two roads you you take the road which is to sink down the plug hole and almost bury yourself even further or you say no i'm going to do something about this and i'm going to move um my career forwards and of course once you've bagged one celebrity which is probably the hardest but once you've done that 
then you know it becomes a self-propelling prophecy doesn't it because other people say oh you've had xyz and you've had x y you know and uh, so that's very very encouraging to see um so who's the um who's the biggest star that you have interviewed actually um i had a very big chance to interview mr salman khan he is one of the biggest superstars but i had an interaction with him once and uh, but i don't you know whenever i just meet someone i don't just ask for interviews i want to build a relationship yeah so i just did that thank god um but i have interviewed all of his rounds but biggest one i have interviewed um i can give you like three names uh, two names is tiger shroff and um Jacqueline Fernandez so Tiger Shroff is a young superstar and Jacqueline um she is like a miss miss world kind of thingy oh really oh fantastic yeah yeah and do you do when you do your um recordings do you do them in a in a like online or do you do them in a physical environment or is it a mixture of both Actually, it's a mix of both um, because some people, they want to promote their movies or shows or to tell backstories there in India. So I use Zoom. Um, before, I was using Insta Live, but then I realized that Insta Live is very choppy and the signal doesn't work very well. So Zoom is more professional. Yeah. And so they want their own, you know, zone to talk. Um, but whenever they're in Dubai or somewhere in, in my country, then definitely um, face-to-face physical interviews. Yeah. And one of the great things about getting people to tell their stories is the more personal you can make them, um, mm. that you know, un- unveil or unravel some of those really interesting stories, you know, asking the questions that perhaps others haven't asked, or mm. or or, uh, or even something that um, you know, what's their favourite uh, food or yeah. uh, what's the best song, something that is almost like a bit of a quick fire. Um, yeah. You know, I, I wondered if you'd had specifically a content strategy because one of the most important things in growing your influence online is often is 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 not doing things randomly, but having a methodology. Exactly. And understanding the the analysis behind what you do and why you do it, and how does that work for you? Actually, at the beginning of the stage, it was very random, random question, just you know, to grab those attention that I'm interviewing people. But then I realized, no, I should be very specific, very use that kind of a strategy. So right now, when I'm doing interviews, I always talk about their journey, mm-hmm. how they started, and what challenges they have faced. But I don't ask controversial questions. I don't want negativity because I know media on on their country is very targeted for controversial content. That's why sometimes they are escaping the media. But what I do is I bring the best possible way out of them. So that's what I ask. So that's what I do. Um, Yes, somehow there will be some fun element if depending on the celebrity itself, how um, comfortable he is if he's very comfortable then i can a little bit ask more personal questions <laughs> no then just make try to make him fun and then leave yeah <laughs> so that's how because whenever you're going through all of these interviews you learn and i have learned a lot yeah yeah no no indeed now you uh you love tea don't you oh a lot <laughs> yeah now the english of course are famous for tea and they're they're cream teas they're english teas yeah. Uh, the Americans used to take uh, make fun of us to say that 
uh, all of Britain stops at three o'clock for afternoon tea. Um, it's it's not the case, I might add, but so, <laughs> so it was a, it was an old, um, you know, some of the big factories in the past, they would have a tea break. Uh, and it was often, I'll tell you what is interesting is, is that yeah. we share a love probably of nations of cricket. And uh, when it comes to English cricket, they, they often you know they they go in fatigue you know and that's still the case um but wh- why why did you decide to have the um the link with with tea so here's a very funny story actually when i was in college i me i was there was one small canteen um they always offered tea but that tea wasn't so good so I my day would not be completed without tea. So I still remember that one of my friends, he was also a tea lover. So I said, just in a very fun way, very casual talk, that, hey, what if we can do a small business and just sell tea? And he said, yeah, we can do that. I said, are you okay? I said, yeah. Then I just, he just went to the principal and he talked to him that, can we just have a small corner and sell tea? He said, yeah, that's fine. Then when we started doing this, a lot of people say, they don't call me Ahmed, they call me Chai. So I said, why do you call me Chai? Chai means, <laughs> why do you call me Chai? He said, no, because you make a very good tea. And then I realized that also people around, like all the Arabs, they love tea. Whenever we go for like, you know, for a gathering, they always offer tea and they talk very friendly. So I thought this called this a show, which is Chai with Ahmed, Tea with Ahmed. So whenever I'm doing an interview with someone, we're like just having like normal tea and the discussion, and this discussion goes very deeply later on. So that's uh, how it all started. Which is often the case, of course, um, when it when you uh, come over to, um, you know, India and Saudi Arabia and Arabia, um, you'll often be given that as part of this relationship building, isn't it? You know, it's uh, have, have a drink with us. And it's it's seen as a courteous way to break the ice and and build a relationship which is what you were saying earlier it's such an important part um it's also uh, an important part with working with brands and mm. a lot of content creation uh, is it works really really well when uh, you can work with a brand on a longer term partnership um have you have you done work with specific brands at all i mean i was i would have thought a tea brand would be all over you <laughs> the only brand that I haven't worked till now is tea brands. <laughs> I know I really have to work with them. But let's see if one digital media can bring something to me right now. Yeah, maybe, maybe. Well, you know, we we, we all know contact, so I'm sure that will happen. Um, so for people that are listening to this and that are, are on the early part of their journey uh, about growing their, their uh, online presence, uh, perhaps you'd be good enough to sort of share some of your your learnings because you said earlier you know you learned a lot along the way and sometimes it is about trial and error it is also about understanding the numbers you know what type of content works well but perhaps you'd be good enough to just distill a few a few ideas and tips that you found have worked particularly well for you sure um you know before i become a content creator i was always passionate to know more about content and how do they create. So I think I will be the best person to give an idea and tips and tricks. So the first and the most important thing is you need to have a passion. The passion is the number one. Dedication is number one. If you don't have passion, if you don't have the dedication, you will never create successful content. Just don't be greedy. Don't be that you want to become famous. You want to have money. 
till now i am not even famous i'm not making huge money i'm in three years in this industry right now but i am surviving because of my community and their love and respect towards my community tomorrow towards my content whenever you're giving information just make sure it's correct information it's not gossips because people won't believe you then so make a lot of research i do a lot of research i, I read books And the most important thing which I have, um, you know, developed in myself is taking courses. Mm. I have taken a lot of courses for social media, for cameras, scripting. A full content course is very important to develop yourself. And never say that I will start my content to have a better light, better camera. I started my journey with a normal iPhone. And suddenly, until now, I do my iPhone and lightning. So this is the most important thing. It is dedication, passion, and take courses as much as you can because those courses will really give you the peak towards your understanding and creativity. And then the lastly, of course, you have to engage with your audience. Just don't post and then let it go. No, if people comment, just reply them. Even though if it's after one, two days, just reply, build that trust, build that community because without those community, your, your content will never be survived. So yeah. this is the most important thing. And and I agree with you. It's it's the equivalent of of a handshake or a or a bow or something. If somebody's gone taken the time to follow you, um, you know, or to comment or to like on there, you know, often it's really good to then ask another question, isn't it? And say, look, I'm so pleased you liked it. What other type of content would you like to see? Exactly. You're rolling you're rolling the conversation on in the same way that you would if you were in a you know a bar or with friends and that's what it is isn't it it's about a, a conversation i mean the, the other thing that i think you're very good at is you uh even though i can't understand the language but i can see that you 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 describe what is in your videos uh so the captions are super important aren't they so people get an understanding of of, of what's going to be in there Exactly. I mean, this is very nice. Uh, I uh, this touch just slipped in my mind that whenever you're doing a content, just make sure who is your target audience. Are right. they like from your nation, country? Are they? Are you want to make it worldwide? I think it's very difficult at the st- at the beginning of the stage to make it worldwide because for me, I was very comfortable talking in English. My beginning of my content was always in English, but then no one in my country knew me. People know me in India, a little bit of in Canada, but they don't know who am I in my own country. So I started doing in Arabic. After a year, now whenever I go outside, they say, Ahmed, we have watched your video and we love. Then I just thought that people are loving me. And then the caption will also help you just to make a subtitle in different language. Because sometimes whenever we are outside, we're in hospital, we don't watch our videos with, you know, like volume on. It's always muted. But the subtitles are there. We can just watch it easily. This is a very important tip that you have said as well, right? Yeah, yeah. And and I think the other thing, of course, which, again, you are very good at, is being consistent. So, you know, showing up. There are loads of people I know I've met, and they, they see these big celebrities or influencers, and they think, oh, wow. And they see all the trips and the very nice events that they go to. Uh, well and I want to be like that is the sort of feedback I get Uh, and yet the reality is is that and I love what you said at the beginning about passion because you know people follow passion they that you know and if you are not authentic they will smell it 
more than you can imagine, won't they? Exactly. Uh, you know, it's got to come out as true and, and content needs to be sort of, you know, educational, entertaining or inspiring. And and that, of course, is, is what you do, which I love. Um, and uh, as I say, being consistent, showing up all the time. You know, the, the, the scenario I often look at is when you go to a movie, and I know you mentioned Bollywood, um, I'm assuming in India it's the same as what we have here in the UK, is they'll have trailers uh, which, yes. which tell you about the next one that's coming. So, exactly. you know, if that, you know, the movie industry has been there for years, it's worked really well. So why don't we not do the same in content creation, which is trailing, which is giving little shorts, video shorts, and and giving little bit, bits of excitement of what's to come soon. Um, sure. You know, I love some of this uh, on TikTok, um, this cliffhanging content. I mean, <laughs> TikTok is hugely... Um, addictive isn't it and you you're thinking what's going to happen next what's going to happen next but it's it's all been choreographed it just you know uh, <laughs> and that's that's exactly. well, i'm the i'm the mug and i'm watching it all and you know, but 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 it's it's it is about the reason why i'm bringing this up is because it is about planning and thinking about your audience it is about finding the right methodology that works for you uh, isn't it True. It's completely true. Um, I, you know, whenever I also scroll the TikTok videos, I've seen a couple of videos like, you know, like this is part one, part two is coming next. Those kind of clips. I was like, I want to see that part two, then I will just go and follow him. You exactly, know, so exactly. that's how the trend works. It's that's exactly how the trend like that. Yeah. yeah. And I, like, I don't know what you think, but I, I mean, there's obviously a lot of stuff going around AI, you know, 10 AI tools you should follow. Uh, but what they do is they do it quite quickly. And the reason they do it quite quickly is so that you'll look at it again. Exactly. And, <laughs> and, that's another, again and another view, another view, another view, you know. Very clever, yeah. You know, I, I think the reason why I bring this up is because what you said is absolutely bang on about do your research, do your research. You know, if somebody wasn't going to, uh, which, sorry, was about to launch a new Instagram or a TikTok account, I would mm -hmm. say stop look at who else is in your niche and exactly. re really understand what type of content is working not that you not that you like but what and how is their audience reacting to it um that's also true you've done the same yeah i guess so well and that and that's what's that's what's really good is is that you probably have grown rapidly your audience in the last year or so mm -hmm. But in that first year, it was probably quite slow, wasn't it? And Very it, slow. And you could easily have given up, couldn't you? As if to say, oh, no. Exactly. I tried to give up. I tried to give up and I stopped working on myself because of those negative comments with the bully comments. I was really affected. But then I said, no, no, no. I will, don't care about those people comment because I'm doing what I'm loving it. I'm doing see. Right. 99% of people are giving me negative comments. There's only one positive person. I will come back for that positive person. Mm. And that one, it became till now 60%. Yeah. So this amount of positivity I'm getting right now is huge. Yes, you might feel sad. You might feel cornered with, with those comments, with the engagement. But people are making content for years. And just after 500 videos, just one video will be the bang on. And then you will have all the views. Just be polite. Just wait. Just be normal. Because you will be gaining followers. But it's not like in the first one, two months. I have never done like that. I, it yeah. took me two years. 
Oh, and that's the reason why I wanted you to say that, because I think there are there's a misnomer that we can get there quickly. I mean, obviously, it is now a lot more competitive. There are more people that are online. So getting that cut through is is a lot harder. Um, and what about have you ever thought about putting paid media behind any of your posts? You mean like boosting and everything? Correct. I do that, but very rarely because I don't want to um, have those people that they are only there for views, but not for engaging. I want to know who my people are, who are they watching. I want to build that community. Mm. At the beginning of the stage, I was thinking that to do boost by views, by like, you know, to have those kind of people. But then I said, oh, no, 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 I wasn't, I wasn't, no, no, I was never suggesting by likes and because that is, an absolute no-no in my book. Um, what what I meant was, um, I meant um, you know, spending money on on boosting it properly. You know, by, uh, by from the sponsored sales. Yeah, by by ads. I wasn't absolutely suggesting um, uh, buying um, likes and comments. Yeah, I was doing that, and let's say once in a month, if that content is um, very powerful, I want that one to be shared worldwide. Yes, I do, but usually I don't boost my stories or my feeds. I just want to have like, like my. I want to see like very organically. Although I definitely recommend people to boost because it really helps. But um, from well, time I guess, to time, I guess just to add to that, it's you want to be boosting the ones that you know are working already. There's no point in saying exactly. let's, just boost, let's just boost this one randomly because yes. if it, if it, if it didn't work in an organic way, then it's probably not. The reason I mention it is if you had a top celebrity. Mm. um you know they may share it to their audience but if you then added an even if you added more um paid media behind that that could that could double you know and treble well that's nice one i think i should i i, I should think about this thanks for the tip <laughs> I, that wasn't my mind i will do that but i also love what you're talking about with community because community is really really important and and i think as curators you're in a strong position to be able to bring people together and uh, during the pandemic what we found is is a some of the the paid media and advertising budgets were cut left right and center all over the world but so what a lot of content creators started to do was to create their own uh, communities, paid comedi- paid communities in some cases, like or paid courses or membership or you know or, all sorts yeah. of things. Particularly the fitness ones. Have you ever thought of doing um, something where maybe there's a free community, but also there is where your audience can meet each other? Honestly, very speaking, I haven't thought about that. I think I was investing myself into. People's courses. Uh, I was at that phase of time. I wanted to learn more. Uh, I thought that was a very good time because the, all, everyone's in lockdown. Everyone was at home. I think that time was a boost time for me to learn more about creating content. Um, I haven't thought about teaching people because at that stage I wasn't like having that kind of knowledge. But yes, a lot of people were doing that. And I'm glad they were doing that because I learned a lot from them. And I think uh, more than 20 courses I have taken on that period of time. I'll let you know, you could be, you know, student turned teacher. <laughs> I think I have to do something right now. I have to get money from that. <laughs> well, look, what's the, what's the future look like for you? What's on the horizon? 
Actually, I have just um, traveled to India, and this was my first time to travel to Mumbai to create content live. And I think I have released a couple of content, and I have been appreciated, and people were loving that. So I think traveling to those countries that is related to my content, that will be soon. And of course, um, aiming for some big A-listers and tell their stories to the audience. And uh, that's for now. And I really want to have a show, uh, like a proper show with the studio and the lights and to go on OTT like Netflix or Prime. So, yeah. Well, that's well watch this space. I can see that coming. You know, it's... Uh, I really want so. <laughs> it's, it's who you know in life. It's who you know. Um, Ahmed, it's been an absolute pleasure to talk to you today. Thank you Thank so you. much for taking the time to, to talk to Thank us. you to Very you good. for being such a true... Um, you know, like uh, gentlemen and asking very nice questions. And the most important thing that whenever you ask question is there's a smile on your face. This is the most comfortable interview that I have done. Oh, bless you. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And please don't forget to drink chai or tea every time. <laughs> <laughs> this is the most important thing. Indeed, 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 indeed. Thank you so much, Gordon. It was amazing having you. It was amazing um, having a small discussion with you. That's it for another edition of the show. And if you want to head over to my Instagram, then please do. Or you can leave a review. Uh, it does make a big difference. So until next time, from me, Gordon Glanister, it's bye for now. You were listening to Grow Your Influence Online with Gordon Glenister, a Pod One production.